Hi, this is Nick Riopel, former Dundee Star goalie, and you're listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michel Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Hello and a Merry Christmas to everyone, now that it's passed. Welcome along to A View from Section C, sponsored by Don Michel. It's episode 42. It's the last one of the year, senior. Yep, last one. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's been a it's been a blast over Christmas. Sometimes it's been good at the hockey, and sometimes it's not been very good at the hockey, but hey ho. And sometimes it's been good at the football, and sometimes it's not been yeah. very good. Well, and saying that, I still wouldn't say nah, it was the very been, good. We've been all right. We've been yeah. all right at the football. Um, yeah. Fucking never seen so much. This morning. I've never seen so much of you. Fucking Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, last night, uh, Friday night, coming up, and it, oh my God. Aren't you fucking lucky? Tell us about it. God. Uh, is that a, you've is never that done this Christmas, in your life. Is that a Christmas present you've got on? No, that's me United no. then. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I've, me, got, just, I've got uh, a Christmas, Christmas t-shirt for then Laws, for Lynn and Scott. Um, nice wee Sense stuff. i got a lot of Sense stuff this year. Some reason I got I got a lot of Sheffield Steelers stuff. Did you? Shock. Just wonder uh, how. Don't care what happened there. Like, <laughs> don't know what happened there. Shite back yeah. to three years. You, your wife, and my, and you, you, your wife, and my wife. Three well, years. Well, I get it for. I never bought you anything. Yeah, you were involved in it. No, nah, wasn't you it? Were, I bought you was your mate. No, that was all Shannon. Was that, that Shannon? Was all Shannon. I got you right. United top. Ah, oh, thanks, son. You're the best. That's how you're my favourite son. That's because I'm your only son, you dick. Oh, I like enough. But yeah. yeah, so it was a good Christmas. Uh, senior did go home with a lot of turkey <laughs> and a senior lot of steak pie. <laughs> senior was senior was still eating turkey on Tuesday, <laughs> and we, it was still a plateful, but it's gone now. Aye, we we had our turkey sandwiches and everything before the hockey and. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of leftover turkey. I think Shannon cooked it. So she cooked it on the the Saturday night. And she cut it in half. There was half left, and you took home quite a lot of that. Yeah, happy days. <laughs> Love it. That's what it's all about, son. That's it. But yeah, so it was it was good. Um, Larzo was happy. He got leftovers. He never got a drink because he had to drive yeah. in the end with all his bavardo yeah. before it, giving it the big I am, and you know. I'll be getting drink and I'll not be tacking the car. And he brought the you car yeah. and ended up having to drive him. Yeah. So you knew that. You, you knew that was going to happen. It's 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 always the same. Yeah, yeah. we'll go up right. That's it. I'll bring the drink. We'll go in the drink. <laughs> Thumbs up with his car. There we go. It's um, it's is it's an afterthought now. Oh, at my age when you get up the next day. And it's a thought of, oh, just kind of handle really. it. That's what it is. <laughs> Absolutely blitzed it when I was about 16, 17. I fucking scunnered myself, you drink now. Yeah, but I think this might be the earliest podcast we've ever done. It's, I think it must be. It's half past 12. Um, yeah. The blinds are still shut because every time I open the blinds, the light comes through and the camera goes dark and you can't see us. Now, a lot of people might think that'd be a good thing. But Whoa. a lot of people would disagree with that comment. Well, um, so yeah, half twelve. That's an, that's an early face off for us for a podcast. It's like it's like we're doing it in Canada time, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but uh, you know what? We'll, we'll we'll give a wee a wee kind of surprise going forward, though. Just when you mentioned um, Canada, there we have yeah. a special guest coming on in two weeks' time. We certainly do. We're not going to say who it is yet. Nope. Um, it's one person I'm really excited to have on because I, 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 I'll give you a wee clue. I, I actually got, you know, not friendly with him, but, you know, I had a couple of wee chats and that with him last season um, when he was playing and stuff. So, yeah, really looking forward to getting him on yeah. in um, two weeks' time just before the Coventry game. Um, so that will go out on the Thursday um, when we record it when he comes back here. It's another wee clue. Here's the clue. 
So, yeah, looking um, yeah, we'll forward to that. Um, get your guesses in on social media as well. You can play we we have a wee game there. Um, but Speaking of games, have you not got a competition? Are you going to, we do you have a competition. We'll do you have a competition. You're just chopping and changing my script oh. here, senior. Yeah. Right, let me move this up then. So, Domichel competition time. So, we have been given another lovely, lovely gift voucher from Domichel. The winner of this, it's a meal for four, including a bottle of Prosecco on the table. Outstanding. Brilliant. What more do you want? Italian know, food and a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a great price because that that's no like that that's no like a twenty pound night out of that. No, no, no. The vouchers we're getting for Paddy um, are are worth in this day and age are are worth quite a bit of money. Um, yeah. Trying to thank Paddy and his team enough for for one sponsoring us, but also continually just giving us vouchers at the drop of a hat and saying, "There you go, here we competition for you yeah. for the viewers and the listeners." Yeah. And it's even got the view from section, section we'll it now. We'll That's it. official. Yep. The gift vouchers have the logo. It is official. We are big bollocks up here now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking spitting chicklets. Who are they? Piss off. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Sponsors the show. Sponsors a segment of the show and then goes on about spitting chicklets. Well, I'll be having him at the rink, I'll tell that, you. And saying that, Niche did say, though, that they were his second favourite. <laughs> okay, we'll give him that. Yeah. We'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so competition time. Um, what we're going to get you to do this time, now we like to change it up a bit. We didn't like just the usual like, share, you know, uh, comment on it. This one's a little bit different of a comment on it. We want you to share with us. We'll put a post out and then you just comment on it with a picture of you and a player from this season. So, They've been doing fan signings after the games. If you've been lucky enough to go stay late and, and get your pictures taken with, say, somebody like Big Streaky, Big Ian Parker, or Elijah Barriga, or even we Sonchi. I know there's a few pictures of Sonchi up um, after the game on uh, what day was it, Larzo? What game are you Shoot, speaking of? Monday. Monday. The Fife game. I'm going on dates. The Boxing Day game against Fife. I noticed there's a lot of pictures of people with songs up after the game and stuff. So get your pictures in, and that is your entry. We'll then put all your entries onto a big wheel again, like the last time, and then a random uh, person will be selected. Unless there is an absolutely phenomenal picture of someone with a player. Oh, wait a minute now, you got to watch what you're saying there. <laughs> An out-of-the-box picture. Oops. <laughs> but yeah. Somebody lying, your... the, somebody lying on their king says, we've been soaking next to them. More lines. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> um, listen, you watch yourself. Mama Soaky's over here just now, okay? You behave. She was at the game on Boxing Day. You behave yourself. She was sitting along for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get your get your photos in, selfies, pictures, and that. Even if it's with the Bairns, with the players, that's fine as well. That's an entry for you to get into oh, the prize draw. So it's a meal for four, meal for four, including a bottle of Prosecco. Now, obviously, because it's a bottle of Prosecco, we need to make sure that it is an adult that's posting the picture on it because we can't really be giving a prize to somebody who's under 18 for a bottle of Prosecco. No. No, <laughs> we don't. Con- we don't condone that here yeah. at View from Section C. We'll never condone that. No. So you can swear a lot. You can swear a lot, but nah, no doubt. Aye. Yeah, <laughs> like Colin Robert down the wee dick. That's fine. Yeah. So, um, just let's move, move on to that before I uh, just before I get started with that wee dick. Even he started commenting on other gear. And well, listen, the last game he even gave you the wanker sign on the ice. I know. That's uh, not very friendly of them. But no. 51 Club sponsored game reviews. I was there yesterday get myself a wee fresh cut before I went to the football. Um, we had the Sheffield Steelers and the home and home doubleheader with the Fife Flyers. So Sheffield Steelers away, first of all, on the 21st of December. Um, Stars got off to Flyer, which was a 
a strange one for us. It's usually conceding, to be honest. But Ben Soke, uh, assisted by Dryden Dow and Eriksson at 2.45 on the power play. Sheffield equalised through Evan Mosey at 9.23. We then had a quick fire goal again at 10.12 from Brett Neumann. Again, guy I said the other week to watch out for. Uh, Thomas Petul at 17.44. And then Jonathan Phillips at 24.16 made it 4-1 to the Sheffield Steelers. Ryan Verrier pulled one back through Sonch and Dow at 30-14. Brandon uh, then scored at 32-01. It then came back to us through Roman Semyonovs, assisted by Briga and Sonch at 38-56. Robert Dowd, the wee dick, at 41-12. Quickfire goal, Mason Mitchell, 42-37. Ian Parker pulled one back again, assisted by Sonch and Dow at 44-44 on the power play. And then Scott Allen with a double at 51-29 and another quick fire 52-53 on the power play. Um, senior, not the best of results. The fact we've managed to put four up in Sheffield and yep. still not even, you know, potentially come away with a point is, yeah. Ah. When when they seen the score coming through, I was I was just like, what what on earth's going on here? Um, I think Svensson got pulled. I think it was four one, was it? Something like that. Priester goes in and didn't really do much better, to be honest with you. When when you see the score, um, but the biggest thing for me again, and I'm going to keep fucking saying it until the hearers. Anybody you want, anybody that wants to listen to us, please listen to us. Fucking concentrate after we score or after they score. Because if you yep. look at that again, it's like goal, goal. And then yep. we score, and then it's goal, goal. And it's it's like that all the way through. And I don't know why it continually happens. It's like the switches just went, oh, we've scored, let's turn the switch off. Oh, they've scored, let's turn the switch off again. And that's yeah. what's killing us in games. Absolutely yeah. killing us. You go think, to Sheffield and score four, you're absolutely right. You're expecting at least a point. There's no lot of teams who will go in there and score four. Especially on, uh, what's his face? Is it uh, Matthew Greenfield. Yep. Yeah. No lot of, we said the other week, he's only averaging just under two goals a game. And you're going to stick four <laughs> of them at home. <laughs> he's, he's, his save percentage is sitting around about 92, 93% for the season. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yet we yeah. score... We I think actually we maybe scored three against them because I think um what's his name? any of the backups went in for Aye, the third Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. So I think Aye, we maybe boy. scored one, but the we scored three against the guy that's yeah. averaging less than two a game. And yeah. we still didn't win. Or get and a I point. Think, I think the thing for me as well with Priest is <clears throat> yeah, the score line shows you know he didn't do very much better when he went in. But I really feel for Britain because he's not Matt Sharp. He won't no. be Matt Sharp. He's just got his training every week. And, yeah. and we all know that defensively, we are not the best this year, right? A lot of people have said it now. Um, it's Other clubs are now saying it, that there's no the best defensive defensive team we've had. No. Um, but it, it's just, he's them training with that. And he doesn't really get the match sharpness against other players and other top players. Yeah. Like your Neumann, Dowdy, um, for Sheffield, Latal even actually Latal's name was even mentioned there for scoring. Yeah, I think um, Sam Pini seems to be the other one that's done it. To start. Yeah, so I, I really felt for Brithen going in because I think the first one I, I remember reading about it, and I think I watched the highlights. I think it was quite it was one he would have wanted back himself. Um, but again, it's a goalie that's no had much ice time this yeah. year, and again, I don't know why when he was so pivotal with Mo going out injured last season. He was pivotal in getting us into the playoffs. Yeah, I know. So I really, I just don't understand it. I really don't. Yes. Um, I would have played what, him against Fife as well. What, 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 but, what tends to happen with Brithen quite, not a lot, but certainly a couple of times, is as soon as he comes in, the first shot on goal tends to be a goal. Yeah. And I, and I, and, and I think that is just, as you say, that's doing sharpness. It's just doing the sharpness. And then once he gets into the game, then Fine. he seems to be up and running. Yeah. 
But obviously, it didn't happen for him in Sheffield. It never happened for Svensson in Sheffield either. But they're a top team. And mm-hmm. what, what they do to teams is they absolutely punish them. Absolutely yeah. punish them. Um, and, you know, we, we've played teams that, that have pulled the goalie and they've put their back up in and we've never scored goals. Mm-hmm. But teams like that, we, as you see, with the firepower at Dow, um, Sam Peeney, Neumann, Scott Allen, guys like that, they'll just keep going and going and going. Do you not play and, for and our both, Scott Allen? Fuck, we'd probably do a better job for us, I know. Um, but they would, it's 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 the way it's built into them. They punish yeah. teams. Every mistake gets punished. And for us as a team, we make too many mistakes and we just get fucking absolutely hammered for making mistakes. Yeah. So it, it it wasn't to be in Sheffield. Um, I think when we did the podcast last week, we didn't expect much going into Sheffield, especially after losing the home game uh, the weekend before. But it was to go in when you see that we've conceded nine, but scored four. There is some positives to take from it that players are scoring. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just your Bariga, Sanch that were scoring. We had Soke in there again. We'll, we'll come yeah. on to Soke in a bit. But Soke scoring, big streaky, pitching in with a yeah. goal again. Um, Verie, again, yeah. he was a, he was the game yeah. winner against Fife again, which we'll come on to. But I cut us him now, got a couple of goals from la- the last week of games. So it's good to see that there's a wee bit of a spread going on again yeah. with goal scorers. But yeah, defensively it's again, a, nine, nine goals. Uh, with, uh, it's the nine that does it, eh? Like, yeah. see, if we'd, see if we'd got about 6-4, maybe even 7-4, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's only a 3-0 game. But when it, it's when you see the figure nine, it's one away from your double figures. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 and you it look looks at, like a bad result. Eh? You look at the period scores there. So 3-1, end of the first. Yeah. 2-0, end of the second. And 4-1, end of the third. Yeah. Just, it, it's only like five, we, You're only 5-3 down at the end of the second. Yeah. You're still in the, the game. Yep. And the next goal is is the big goal. It either goes to 6-3 or it goes to 5-4. But for us, it went 6-3, 7-3. Yep. And, and that's what happens. We we just... 7-4, 8-4, 9-4. That's it. We just fucking... And I don't care what happens. I, I don't know if it is a concentration thing or, is, or if they're at the stage where they're like, ah, fuck. Who cares? I just... I just... Don't know. I can't put my finger on it. That yeah. happens every, nearly every game. Yeah. So nearly every game. It, it then did happen in the next game. Um, so we hosted the Five Flyers um, on Boxing Day. So Johan Eriksson uh, unassisted at twenty four forty six with an absolute laser past yeah. uh, Shane Owen. Yanni Kivalati at thirty five twenty two. I'm pretty sure that was right off a turnover after the end of a power play. Uh, so Fife had had a power play. We got back to full strength. We then turned the puck over seconds later and they score. Um, ben Soke, assisted by Folk and Dow at 43-23. Missed out their goal, sorry. Jonas Emmerdal, right at the start of a period. Again, 2-9 into the period uh, to give Flyers a, a 2-1 lead. Uh, ben Soke lies through Folk and Dow at 43-23. And then Ryan Ferrier with the game-winning goal at 54-05, assisted by Soke and O'No Colin Joe. Yeah. But again, it's the concentration, and it's so predictable. I said it before the game. I, I said it to yourself, and I said it to Ali Brooks. I went over and spoke to Ali before the game. Every team that play against us, their coach must have the same game plan. Jump on them at the start of periods. Jump yeah. on them at the start of the game because we're no there. For some reason, we're no there. Yeah. Again, 2-9 in the third period, goal. Yeah. We're behind 2-1. Five, for me, that game, I think the first period we were outshot, I think it was 12-6. Five were outshot with, I think it was a bit even, it was scrappy, it was two very poor teams. It was, it was, a, it was overall, it was a poor yeah. game. But I thought after that first period, we dominated. 
Yeah. Second period we, outshot him like 17. Some, was it four or something? Four or something. Yeah, ah, something exactly. like that. Yeah. And then the third period, I don't know what the shots were at the end of the third period, but again, I thought we they scored early and then we just controlled the whole game again. I don't yeah. think Fife had anything in the game, really. Um, yeah. And it, it just it bewildered me how it was only a 3-2 game. We conceded at this at the end of the power at the end of our penalty kill again um, after hard work, and then we conceded right at the start of a period. Yeah, but in a game which we dominated, it was overall. I, I, I thought it was a poor game. The first the first period was, being honest, was a bottle of shocker. It was just mm-hmm. turnover after turnover from from both teams. Yeah, um, but it was a victory. Um, you'll always take a victory over these guys when, when they come across here. What I really noticed about the game, though, was even right for, the first, for our first goal, for, for Johan's first goal, uh-huh. right, he fakes the shot first. Yeah, He's got an Owens on the move, and then he just lifts it that wee bit higher, so it goes right over the top of his pads. Mm-hmm. And then Soki's goal was down low, same side. And then very years ago, was a bit lucky right because it went through a lot of people. Yeah, but it, went but it, was, right, nice. it was right through the ice. Yeah. The three of them, for for somebody who owns Calibre, right, there'll be poor goals to loss because the three of them were quite low down. Now, I don't know if that's a weak spot. I don't know. Um, I think overall, I think we deserve to win. Uh, they should never have even been at 3-2. They should have been out of the game. Out yeah. of the game. Uh, good performance. I thought. I thought big streaky. I thought he was immense. Dominated. Dominated on the offensive boards. I thought Absolutely he had a immense. Great yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the the highlight for me with, with big streaky was the the power play in the second period. I think which way yeah. we shoot. Yeah, second period we're yeah. shooting down towards the cafe. Um, second period where he was getting absolutely battered all over the place. Favorite two yeah. or three boys, and screening the goalie, no doubt wrong, and he's getting cross checked all over the place. And Brown's calling fuck all. Yeah, he is honestly. I've had a couple of conversations with people over the last week about him. He has gotten worse, Brown. He's now down towards your Ferguson level, where <laughs> he's absolutely shit. Like, see, see, when you started the conversation there, I had to come. I had, a, I was speaking to a few boys. I thought you were going to want to build a big streaky up here, but no. Let's just go referee back. Oh yeah, I'm on about Brown being absolutely awful. But it was, it was the fact that Graham Rod. Oh. <laughs> Senior has um, left the the show, um, so we'll get him back in just a second, and we'll get that sorted. Fuck, and we have him back. Fuck those. So, se- so senior is back. Um, Fucking Perthin can Ross Council on their Wi-Fi. They're shit. Well, that's that. That's what you oh. get for trying to give you a bit of shit there. So as we were yeah. saying. Um, so we built big streaky up, right? And you went referee back. Brown. I actually <laughs> thought Graham Rogers had a fantastic game. I, mm-hmm. I thought he called what he had to. Um, he called the blatant stuff. Brown called a, a ridiculous. I had a no. I had a no call on Sonch when he got tripped right in front of him. Like the guy's yes. stick yeah. took away both his skates and never called anything. And then Graham Rogers has deemed a good hit on the boards. Um, and then Brown's called the penalty on it for way back on the play. Yeah, it it was just the guy's not got a clue. Um, and and he's so smarmy now. He he is a smarmy fucker now. He thinks oh, I'm I am the big I am now. He's taken over the guy Copeland. Remember fucking that yeah. big nose. Oh fuck. He's yeah. taken over his ego now. See, um, get, get what I think guys. See, we guys like like a Brown and that right now. People people criticize. Jeff as a coach, right? Because we're our coaches. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. There was what no, nearly nineteen hundred people at that game, right? And seventeen hundred of them are probably Stars fans, and we're all complaining um, about referees' calls and and what about the coach and the coach should do this and the coach should do that. Yeah. But 
See if you watch Jeff Mason on the bench. Like we see him, right? Mason Gizé guys, fucking pelters. Yeah. Absolute pelters. And see somebody like a Brown. I think Brown holds a grudge. Yeah. And I and I think what happens with him is when there's a call that he should call it, if he's got an opportunity not to call it in our favour or call it against, against us, us, yeah, he will call it. And I think it's because sometimes he gets so much shit for Jeff on that bench. Because yeah. one thing, and there'll be guys like Gary Monroe and that, that I sit behind the bench. They'll hear what Jeff says. We didn't hear it. We see it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you hear it. And it's not very fucking... You could get, get what? Jeff could come on with us because he swears that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I, but I, think, and I think you'll get referees who, who will accept that. Yep. But continue to referee as a referee. Or you'll get somebody like a Brown who, in my opinion, will hold a grudge and he'll always think, why the fuck is he speaking to? Bang. Yeah. Hands up. Penalty. Controversial. Yeah. Don't care. That's what you get for shouting at me. Yeah. And and that's the point I was getting out with Big Streaky because um, I thought he had a phenomenal game and yeah. he was getting battered in front of that goal and Brown called fuck all for him. Um, yeah. We really should have had a five on three at that point um, with the amount of sticks but, and that he got in the back and in the face and yeah. I think he even took Big a fuck in the face as well. <laughs> yeah. But for Big Streaky, he just kept going, eh? Oh, he, he was absolutely tremendous. Going and going. Uh, and I, I must admit, I love the nickname of Gabriel, my big streaky. People will be wondering what we're calling yeah. him, streaky fan. But it's after Lee Wilkie that played for United because Lee Wilkie was like Ian Parker, fucking huge. Towered above. Big, big, a big lanky streak of fish. <laughs> yeah, big streaky. Um, I think it's great. It's a term of endearment. Going. Um, it is a term of endearment. And I, and I, liked, I liked it when, even at the end of the game, when, when they put last Christmas on and it was for Ian Parker and the players loved it. Big streak, yeah. he, was, he was howling coming off yeah. the ice when everybody was singing it. And, and I think all the praise, he, he got shit at the start when he came in. Yep. But give credit to the guy, he just kept plodding away and plodding. The- and what you're getting out of him now is the reason why Jeff's probably went and got him. And for yeah. me, he is helping. And... and it's difficult now because Mark's went because you'll now need to try and build up this relationship with Rockus on that line. But mm-hmm. I would probably, if you ask Craig Garrigan, he will say that Big Street is helping him so much yeah. in this game. You know what? I, I think, and it's like you say, I think at the start, the criticism was justified, but I don't think it was his fault. The problem is, we've got guys who are injured and we had a couple of suspensions in the D and people had to play back. You know, Folk was playing D at one point and, and then Parker was having to play up. He wasn't on the right line. He was he was on a, what should be a goal-scoring line or certainly chipping in with goals. Big Street, he's not a goal-scorer. He's that third-line, fourth-line grinder, ECHL type of player. He grinds and grinds and grinds, holds the puck up, does the dirty work, and he does, he does it so effectively. Oh, As you said, with Mac leaving... And and Rockus coming in and replace them. I thought the biggest thing for me against Fife was how good Johnny McBean was. Yeah. On that fourth line. Um, you know, him and Ben, you no, know, Ben gave it a lot as well. Had a couple of wee chances skating through the ice. He, he had a, a good chance in front of the goal, actually. Um, I think it was either, I think it was blocked by a D-man just before it got through to Owen. Yeah. But Johnny, first shift through the boy in the boards. Yeah. And, Johnny's he's not the biggest of laddies and he's not the bulkiest of laddies. Um, but he's he 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 he's not scared of going to dirty dirty areas either. I think I'd like uh, to see him up higher on a line. Yeah, so on a goal, sco- and, on and a goal it, scoring yeah. line and let him and play it, with, with skill. I think I said that to you when 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 Mark had went and, and the lines were yeah. getting were getting shifted about. I'd have put, put Johnny in with Soaky and Ericsson. And and let yeah. him go in the second line and and let's see what we get out of. What have we got to lose? We're sitting second bottom. We're not winning the league. I know. What have we got to lose? Let let's go and take chances. For me, he's probably the most natural talent that's come through since JD. If you look at if you look at his stats for Solway, they're ridiculous. Oh, I know, unreal. Eh? It's absolutely ridiculous. It, it, it was it was uh, Ethel Robertson that put them up. 
who I shall also thank for the clean dump one at the game. It was absolutely fantastic, by the way. Um, I was waiting on when you were going to bring that one up. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would have liked it with some custard, but hey-ho. Honest to God. See, um, did I come up to the rink with some custard for him that, that's against the clan, right? <laughs> just <laughs> didn't honestly. But, but no, I know what you're saying. Ethel's put the stats up about Johnny yeah. and what he's doing in, in Solway. I actually think, and I know he's got a nice time at Solway. I I personally think he'd be better going full time with us. Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here, senior. Okay. Um. So you've said you said there that he's probably the most natural talent to come through since JD. Okay. You're going to give me somebody else now, are you? I was well. I was about to say, what about a uh, friend of the show, Jordan County? I would take JD. <laughs> I would take Johnny. No, I know, but I know, but what but from what you're saying about, you know, Johnny coming through as probably the most natural talented player since JD, you know, you've got somebody like Jordan County in the mix there as well. And even yeah, I, you know, there, Ben Brown. You know, okay, Ben's quite all that, round. But yeah, but what what I'm what I'm getting at is somebody who is a natural point scorer. Okay. Who will put up point after point after point. JD done it, and I, I, I think you stick Johnny in with a couple of imports like Ahsoka and Ericsson. I think he mm-hmm. started in the same. I hope I, I'd I'd love to see it. I would because uh, uh, see we've watched Johnny come through the ranks and in, in comments and stuff. Um, same what same with County and even Chris and and you know Sam and and you know all those yeah. guys as well. We've seen them come through and that. I've seen them going through the SNL, coming into the elite league and stuff. I'd love to see it for Johnny because you say he, he talent wise, he's got so much potential yeah. still. He was, he was, you know, I was watching highlights and stuff. I watched one of the games in the background um, of the GB tournament with, with Spud was away with him, and uh, he, he was he was fucking brilliant. He was on I fire. Um, I, I think it was the game. He, I think it was Romania very, that he pumped. He was brilliant. Yeah, he's a very very good player, and I, and I think for this season going to Solways. Probably helped him a lot, especially playing under Spud. Yeah. Um. Next year, I think I think he should go full time. We also, I really yeah. do. Um. And I also now that you threw us under a bus with County, right? I also did say that when we released Howlett, I said it was time for Jordan to come home. I know you did. I'm just. Yeah. I was just. Trying just in to case you're listening, Jordan. Jordan. Jordan listens. Jordan I know listens. Jordan listens. I like the players. I've got the players listening as well because we're going to we're going to hit a gear a shout out um, after this next one. So oh yeah, uh, we then played. I totally forgot we still had this game to review as well. Yeah, um, flyers away um, on the twenty seventh. So stars go another up through Ben Soke, assisted by Falcon. Oh no, Colin Joe, uh, eleven forty one. Chris Gary equalised in the power play at 26.55. Um, Chris, I've just realised they spelt Chris Lawrence's name wrong. They do it. Junior, <laughs> come on. The Elite League do it Law all the now. time. They, Law they, air. Yeah. Anyway, any You look at the game sheets for five games on, on the Elite League, right? And I'll tell you, they spell his name wrong all the time. I wonder if Dylan, Dylan Law Aarons is the same. Nah, um, nah. Dylan just gets Lawrence. But yeah, yes, a, an absolute howler of a goal oh. um, at 33-35. Zach Phillips, it says unassisted, but it was assisted by a Stars D-man, passing the puck straight to him again, um, similar to what happened in the Challenge Cup game at 51-09. And then Yanni Cavallati at 58-41 with the empty netter. Now, this one to me is absolutely mental. We talk about concentration levels. The empty netter was scored about 10 seconds after our timeout. Yeah. What's... I think <laughs> Concentration, I <know>. man. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> for... We... Again, it could it... just be that they've won the face-off and they've yeah. threw it down uh, the ice, it's... but still, like, yeah. you've obviously drew up a play or something. Like, it's 10 seconds after it. Yeah. So, for, for me, right, I, no. I would think Je- Jeff's called his timeout. The goalie's not there. He will have a play for winning the face-off and he will yep. obviously have someone else just in case they don't win the face-off. Yeah. 
And ten seconds later, yeah, rip it off yeah. and put it in the fucking bin. Yeah. The, the, um, I, I don't know. It's at these times I really feel sorry for the coach, yeah, because whether what happened there has happened, but as you as we say, that he would have drawn up plays, he's called the timeout, he's drawn up plays. We were doing it whatever it was the other week, Cardiff, and after 121, he said to yeah. use it to, if, there's so yeah. many times Jeff's had to waste timeouts this year. I know. Yeah. Uh but poor it, result, poor result. Yeah. And and I think the game changed on the second goal. Yeah, um, absolute, um, absolute howler. Um, yeah, we've spoke know. about this. We spoke. We sat and spoke. We even sat and spoke about it at the football last night. What what do the goalies do at five? I think every one of our goalies has been caught out, right? Yeah. And if if I'm the away goalie at five, if the puck's going round the back of that goal, I'm leaving it. Well, I'm leaving it is, and just hoping like, that Medeman's there. As much as you know, as much as Anton's, he's came out at Dundee a few times, and missed the puck behind the goal, and that's without a bobble. Mm-hmm. The Fife boards are a hell of a lot worse than a lot of the rinks. You know, Manchester's yeah. probably the closest to being as bad as them. Um, I just, yeah, I, I again, does it come down to him not having faith in the D in front of him to deal with it, or is it just? I'm coming out to play the puck and I fucked up now and Chris Lawrence has now scored an empty netter. Yeah. I think it's the second you know what one. I mean? I think he's... I don't know if, I don't think he's thinking about his D. I think he's thinking about I'm comfortable playing the puck, which he is, and we've seen that. But the boards are so unpredictable in Fife. If I'm, if I'm a goalie, I'm leaving it. Because yeah. anything could happen across there. Uh, listen, I'm 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 just gonna come out and say it because this season's a write-off anyway. If I if I was the goalie, and I'd seen who the D man was on that side, I'd try and come out and play it as well because I wouldn't trust him yet. No, <laughs> not for me. Not considering for he me. gave it, considering he passed it to the player for the third goal as well. Yeah, but it's yeah. it was a it was a very poor result. It's for me, it was an unacceptable result um, to go in and lose four one in there. Fife, someone actually said it to me, Fife have only won three league games all season at home. Or something like that. Or three home games all season. Four games all season. They've all been against us. Yeah. I think that stat could be wrong. I think they've beat other teams like... Someone said that and I was like, it doesn't sound right, but nah, certainly... They've beat, other, they've beat other teams. Yeah, but aye, it's, it wasn't a good enough result no, for me. No, no. Um, in terms of, however, in terms of standings, what what I would say is, I thought yeah, that's the way it would have. No, oh, I thought that's the way it would have went. Was, I thought this was the conversation the way to come. No, well, that's not come yet. Um, I, I think that the split was probably going to be what both teams were looking for as a minimum. Yep, yeah, and that's what we said. Yeah. Um, and so let's, and, and let's talking about things. Yep, talking yep. about things that should have been split. Scarlett Johansson should have been split wide open. No yes. better Chris Ingalls, but by yes. the guys who were standing next to Sonch. Yep. Chris who was it anyway? The fucking... I don't is, it that, is it that line of Semyonovs and Bariga? Because if it is, they're not going to go one. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I know that Dryden got involved after it. But yeah. Chris has skated a length to come and get him. <laughs> That's why but... he's been kicked it. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Whether he's thought, if he's in amongst that and it kicks off, he is yeah. not getting kicked out for third. Listen, listen, it's, it's the it. fact that he's ran for a warm it to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I said it to you. I said it to you when it when it when he got kicked out, and an old Lino friend had said that that Toby Craig chokes for a third man in penalty. He fucking loves calling a third man yeah. in penalty. So if he gets a chance, you'll call it. He loves to call it. Yeah. But we gave I him a chance the distance, to call it. Yeah. I just well that's it. Chris it's has not, given him the opportunity. For me, it's not third man in, right? But by the law, right? And so the laws of the game state it's it's an altercation between two players. Now, whether that's a fight or not, okay? So they've obviously stopped the game because there's an altercation between Scarlett Johansson and Sonch. It's then separated. 
whatever Johansson did, cross-checked him three or four times, punched him in the back of the head, whatever it was, Chris then came in and gave him two or three fucking rapid in the face, which, by the way, the first two punches, fucking right on the chin. Yeah. Um, Undeserved. I don't think Sonj helped the third man in situation because when Chris grabs him and throws that first couple of punches, Sonj then tries to jump onto Johansson as well. And I think actually Chris might punch Sonji in the boss as well. And I think that's why fucking Phil <laughs> fell. Fucking in Chris was taking everyone that he could with yeah. him. Um, yeah. And then obviously fucking Shabin and the fanny comes in as well. He's yeah. another one that's going to fucking get to yeah. this year for somebody. Because he yeah. acts, again, he's another one that acts the big I am on yeah. the ice. Him and, um, him, him and Reese Harsh, the fucking two of them, the next time we play them, somebody or more than one of your players wants to give them their fucking targets. Yeah. I'm well, telling you. know what? I, we, never, we never call out players on here by their name, right? But end of the end of the Boxing Day game, you know, when it all kind of kicked off with Bariga, Weidsman, with Harsh yeah. and fucking Yanni wants a latte, Harsh was then having words with Weidsman at the end of the game over the halfway yeah. line, and I'm pretty sure Weidsman was saying, we'll see tomorrow. Because he was pointing like tomorrow. Yeah. What's Lightsman and all this? Yeah. I like, actually thought <laughs> he's meant to be the Boxing Day. Uh, see the Boxing Day again when it started. At that point there, when Lightsman had to get involved, he should have been throwing punches. Yeah. Not just grabbing. He should have been throwing punches because it was the same again, and it was Kivalati who started it, and then yeah. jump on the bench. Yeah. Well, if somebody else has got involved, and I think it was harsh, then yeah. he, if, if you're going to go. just go throw punches, yeah. just go and throw punches. Yeah. That that's the one thing about Weisman that that's kind of annoying me just now is that he can fight, he can handle yeah. himself very well. He's yeah. came recommended by fucking Kyle Haas, and Haas is and Haas has said to fans on social media through private messages that he will kick arse when he needs yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. We've not really seen you do it yet, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Next five game, you need to do it. We're right. But, you know I what? really like him. I really like him so as a player, I, man. I, I really I, do. I, I just think he needs that edge on him just now where yeah. people need to stop taking liberties. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with but, you 100% on, on Leidsman. I really like Leidsman as a D-man. I think yeah. he, and I know that he's changed the lines up a bit, but when he was with Dryden, I thought that that was probably the best man for, for Dryden to play with. Yeah. To allow Dryden to go and just play his own game, knowing that Leisman's always sitting behind him because he is that experienced head at the back. He yeah. for, for me, yeah. he's doing what Colin Joe should be doing. And and because the two of them are of that same experience, same age, and the two of them, they two should be the guys that Cam and these boys did. Should be. Are they, are they about the same age? I don't think they are. I don't think so. No. I think Colin's a lot younger than what you think. All right. That and we're, going to have a, we're going to have a quick elite prospects check here, folks. Okay. Um, you do that. But well, days I'll keep going on about Chris Ingalls and say, Chris, well done, son. Proud of you. And you should have fucking kept going at him and at him and at him. And it was, it was so funny that a Five Flyers fan and I can't mind what in it was. It might have been, I think it might have been the guy Greg Williams. I'm not 100% sure. But he was he was actually arguing with Flyers fans yeah. saying that what Chris Ingalls done was 100% correct and also called out Scarlett Johansson for doing what he did to Sanj, but then no backing it up. Yeah. What, what he basically said is, did I go and cross-check a boy three or four times in the back of the head? And then no drop the gloves when somebody offers you. Uh, and fucking turtled it. Um, so Colin Joe is 34. I actually thought he was younger than that. And Chris Leisman's 31. There you go. Yeah. Um, now you can understand why Colin Joe's no quick. Because he's 34. But, but the, get what? You didn't hate to be quick on your feet. Just be quick upstairs. Oh, God, well. Quick I'm upstairs. not going to say anything. I'm telling I'm, you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on from that one. So, no. Hats off to Ingi for uh, sticking yeah. up. Um, for Sonche, um, you know whether we agree with the penalty or no, it's uh, it's good to see someone's finally sticking up for a player. But we need more players fucking doing it. 
you know, Carter Folk, Weidsman, Parker, all guys that can drop them, all guys that can fight. Um, Naslin seemingly loves a scrap as well. I've heard that yeah. from a few people. A few fighters have said that as well. He loves a scrap. He might not be the best of fighters, but he loves a scrap. Yeah. Um, but next segment, and it kind of follows into this, it, it's so okay. We've got Ben. Um, what a life, life with the stars is as tough as a fan. Um, but, you know, we've, we've spoke about how good Dryden's been this year, you know, but he was kind of a fixture that we had last season, uh, last week on uh, on the podcast. We spoke about Bariga, um, we speak about Sancho all the time, but it's so okay. We've got Ben. Um, looking at his stats, he's played nine games less than Bariga. So 19 games played, he's got 14 goals and 10 assists. Yep. So 24 points in 19 games. Comparing that to Bariga, who's our top point scorer, 28 games played for Bariga with 30 points. He's only scored two more goals and four more assists in nine yeah. more games. Soke is one hell of a player. He's a great player. Absolutely great player. And and like what I was saying, he's maybe he glides across the ice. He, he's not he's not like your Sonch or even Charlie for last year where they were like wee buzz bombs. Yeah. Ben Ben glides, but Upstairs, yep. he is so much quicker than a lot of our players. And for me, I think Jeff going out and getting Johan Eriksson and putting those two together was a yeah. great move. It was a yeah. good move for for, for Eriksson to get a job straight away after Guilford. Yeah. Um, but I think you pair the two together and they are on the same wavelength. But yeah. so is a fun. His hands, his hands and his deacon is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to put it out here now. He'll be at Belfast next year. Well, I actually put it out on social media saying the stars should be out and getting them signed up now for the next season because Definitely. you're absolutely right. Teams, Definitely. he fits in to the Belfast, the Cardiff type of, type of teams, but also, remember Charlie Corcoran? Yeah. Yeah. He was a, he was like Ben Soke at us, and yeah. look where he went. He went to Coventry and yeah. lit the league up for Coventry. Yeah, uh, and Ben might end up doing the same. Eh? We we we've sort of we've unearthed a few over the, over the years, and I think yep. Ben's another one. He's no as flash as the rest of them, but no. I would say he is quite flashy. Um, you know, he's he's moved the 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 toe the toe drags and you know. The, Puck around guys and skating around him. He is phenomenal as as a puck handler. Um, yeah. I think he is quite flashy. But yeah, um, you know, twenty four points, nineteen games, and I think he's been a shining light coming back from injury. Could you imagine where we'd be at or where he would be at had he played those extra nine games at the start of the season plus the Challenge Cup? Yeah, but could you also think if the injury was longer term, where yeah, we might have I been without him? Yeah, that's the scary thing. Yeah, uh, fourteen goals he, down there. He, he, you're right. He's he's came in, and the team have got that got that wee bit of a boost yeah. when when he's came back. And you're you're seeing it every game now. He's either scored or he's got multiple assists. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. definitely definitely he he is a player that I think we should be going out and getting the for and try. And get signed up for next season. Contracts mean yeah. fuck all in the league week anyway. Let's be honest. He could sign it tomorrow and two weeks later he could be signed for the Belfast. Yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, so it's okay, you know, kind of being on form. Um it, it does bring us into where kind of the league table is at just now. There has only been one movement in the table since last week's show, and that was Belfast Leapfrog in Coventry. Um Although we have gained two points and Fife have gained two points, Manchester are pulling away a little bit now from the pack in eighth, ninth, and tenth. Nottingham, I think they've only got another additional two points from that table last week as well. But Glasgow Clan at the bottom of the table on 14 points. Stars still in ninth place after we did move up into a playoff spot on Boxing Day, but back down again on 17. And Fife in eighth, having played a game more than us on 18 points. Um, it's not a good viewing, is it, on that no, table at all? No. Um, you, you just you just kind of see any of the Scottish teams finishing higher than seventh. 
No. Uh, it's 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 a real worry that the all, Scottish I, teams honestly, are there. Honestly, for me, I think it's going to be eighth, ninth, tenth for the Scottish teams. I can't even oh, see definitely. anyone uh, getting seventh. No, nah, because I think Man- Manchester. Like who'd ever thought that Manchester would go and take four points off a of Guildford in a weekend? Uh, they've went and changed yeah. their netminder. They, they brought Marty Badru- Marty Badur's young lad in. Uh, yeah, and yeah, he lets a lot of goals in. They either win by a lot of goals or they'll get bit by a lot of goals. But by all yeah. accounts, the guy's a fantastic netminder, and yeah. he's winning them games just now. Yeah, which is a worry for the three Scottish teams, but. For us, Glasgow and Fife, yeah. it's it's a battle for eighth, eh? Yeah. So which, which is shit. Yeah. So obviously this this weekend, this this weekend slash week, um, it's Saturday Monday again. Yeah. Yes. Hug, Saturday hug Monday. Hogmanay in the second. In the second. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever days there. So the home and home against the Glasgow clan. Um sorry, the Glasgow, North Renfrewshire, North Lanarkshire. Paisley Road, airport. You've got some of these, da- some of these, some of these Norwegians are wanting their name changed again. They want to go back to the Brayhead clan. Oh, for fuck's Listen, sake. it doesn't matter what you get called. You're still bottom of the league. But you kind of say, but you kind of say, fuck the clan. Oh, how funny is that? Because they'll get, they'll get a bit upset about that. <laughs> oh my God. What is going on with the Belfast fans with the FTC fucking... Stickers, what is that about? Oh they, my god, are they trying to make a rivalry? Is that what I, I know? Is? I know it's so funny. And then the women that put up the equipment manager shouting abuse at our 14 year old son, or something, you be skipper up. Honest to god, I don't even know what's going on in the league anymore. I noticed actually someone said that Amazon Prime's missing a fucking trick on an all or nothing on the elite league. I know. <laughs> But yeah, the, the home and home against the Glasgow clan. So we're away on Hogmanay um, and then at home on the second with a four o'clock face off again. Um, yeah. So make sure you're there early. Shannon is working till four. Um, so she might start early, get away early, or she'll be late. Oops. Oh, so well. unlucky. She should, done, she should have done what her father in law done and just yeah. did extra holidays. But I think for, for the clan games, you know, listen, let's know. Let's not be too confident, because we know that we we defensively we are poor. We know that Glasgow have lost a lot of players. Obviously, Matthew Wah, Wah, Matthew Wah, um, Wah. He's away. Uh, okay, the crimson chin that is Nolan Laporte's away. They've got. Yeah, was it Jake Bolton's away? Bolton, I he was away. He yeah. he bolted. Um, he bolted. And then you've Rumors got your injuries. Rumour is that the Muse wants to go. Yep. And you've got your injuries to Waltz and uh, Bhutan. Fuck, could you yeah. imagine if he was in RD this year? Jesus, fuck, we'd be even worse. Listen, he'd probably be fucking, would be better, I'll tell you. Nah, he was awful. Awful! Yeah, uh, but you've said that but... RD's awful. Yeah, but fuck, he's worse, Jesus. But yeah, players are injured, players leaving that, but they still gave Belfast two good games huh? at the weekend. Um, so, you know, you've got McParland, who's yep. their top point scorer now, 24 points, 10 goals and 14 assists. Two of them, again, were at the weekend against Belfast in Belfast. You've got Shabot. You've got John Dunbar still. Um, the guy Hadden, I think he's their top goal scorer with 11 goals. Gary, ha- Gary Hadden or Gary, Gary Hayden. Gary Hayden. 11 goals as yep. top goal scorer. So, there's still... Jordan you've chips in now and again, eh? You've still got Stephen Dixon as well. Although he's not putting up a lot of points this year, Dixon's still a guy to worry about putting up points. And he's, he's you know, he's, he's effectively poor coach just now. Um, he will do a job. And they're doing a decent job as a coach as well. Listen, we underestimate them, right? We lose both yeah. games. Yeah. Yep, definitely. For me, I think it'll be home wins. For, for both teams. I think it'll be split, right? Um, but what I think... I think it's a must that we win both games. I think it's yeah. a must. We have to yeah. win in Glasgow and then we've got to win back at home as well. 
Yeah. So I believe there is two bus loads going with the, the OSC. I saw Liz's post yeah. and Sandy's post about two buses, and I think they're still trying to fill them. I think there's a couple of seats left on both of them as well. So there's a big crowd going through on Hogmanay by the sounds of it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, listen, I'm no confident going in this weekend after uh, um, the result in um, Fife the other night. I'm more confident about our home game and then what yes. I'm about the away game. Yeah, but I'm still not very confident. Uh, we're just, we're, I don't know, at times, we, we, we just switched off it. Eh? We just yeah. switch off and games go past certain players and yeah. before you came where it is, we're two, three, four landing. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. but for so, me, two wins is a must. It's an absolute must. So for your Craig Niche Decorator sponsored Glasgow Clan home and home preview, what is your what is your results uh, going? Glasgow Glasgow winning Glasgow and Dundee are winning Dundee. Yeah. But I, th- I think I, I think I'm thinking this. I'd like to think if we could get if we get beaten Glasgow, I'd like to think we've taken a point. Yeah. Uh and then win the home game. But minimum of three, maximum of four. If we wanted anything about getting in third uh, third place, fuck. And and uh eighth place, okay, yes. we've oh. got kinda that's me got the three points thinking we've got three points, we've got the third. Uh, yeah, if we're fighting for us for this eighth place, we've got to take a minimum of three points. Eh? If we yeah. don't, the season could just fucking just twitter all the way down the fucking drain. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think I also think if if we don't get anything from this weekend, or it's poor, you know, even if it's maybe one point or you know a couple of points in overtime yeah. or something. I think there might be something happening at the club. You think so? I've heard a couple of rumours. I think it's too late in the season. Yeah, I think I I've heard a couple, I've heard a couple of rumours. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the club making changes either. But you don't know. It's rumours, you know. Rumours. Yeah. Fucking. Would... Kid starts rumours and they're absolute pish. Um... I could start a rumour if you want. But yeah. Uh, for... But yeah. Looking, looking at it. I, I think it's too late to make changes now. I can't see the club spending money to make changes to what finish seventh. Yeah, nah. If you're yeah. if you're making changes and you're close to fourth, fifth, or sixth, then maybe make changes. But I can't see them making changes now to what finish seventh. Yeah, and potentially yeah. get Sheffield, Guildford, Cardiff, or Belfast in the playoffs. Yeah, so. Let's hope, you know, this is the last one of the, the year, episode of the year. So let's hope yeah. that when we come into the new year, the next episode, which will be on the 5th of January, because you've got until the 5th of January for the competition. We're going to close it at 12 noon on the 5th of January for you to get all your pictures of you and or your, your family, kids, and pictures with the players into the competition for the lovely, amazing Meal for Four and bottle of Prosecco. Um, and then obviously we'll do the show that night. We'll do the live draw um, in the afternoon and then we'll get on the show that night and then have a, the show out because we've got Belfast on the Friday for another home and home. Uh, <laughs> mental yeah. double headers just now. Um, yeah. But from all of us at A View From Section C, um, we want to firstly thank uh, Don Michelle for being the title sponsor um, this year, obviously that'll continue. But I want to thank him for coming on board this year um, as title sponsor, the Fifty One Club and Craig Niche Decorators. You know, go on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like, follow. You know, whatever it is you do on Instagram, follow as well. Don't know. Don't really use Instagram. That's shy. Yeah, then he is Instagram. What is, <laughs> um, it? what is this? Is that what I do? Just post photos. Aye. But yeah, right. but thanks to all the sponsors uh, again, especially Don Michelle for all yeah. the vouchers and competitions that we've been doing uh, recently. And finally, thanks to you, the viewers. It's been another um, successful September till now. Um, you know, we yeah. only I think when did we? St- I think it's just it's just been over a year we've been doing it now. Um, yeah. But yeah. this year has totally skyrocketed ratings and views and um, got us on YouTube and got us in charts. So. Thanks again, all the viewers 
and the listeners um, on the various uh, streamings. But finally, just to say Happy New Year from us when it comes. Um, yeah, Happy New Year to everybody. And just to reiterate what Junior says, gonna thank you enough for listening and watching uh, and the sponsors, uh, 51 Club, Craig Niche Decorators and the title sponsor, Don Michelle. Uh, we couldn't date without these guys. Yeah, but on that note, have a good Hogmanay, hopefully. Um, hopefully it's a two-point Hogmanay. Um, and then we come into the new year, we win on the second, and we're all sitting here with smiles on our faces because in the new year we'll be back in our playoff spot. Yep. And on that note, again, thanks for listening, and we will see you and hear you on what day is it? Monday. 5th of January. No, we'll see them at the rink. You never said that. You said bottom. Ah, I will see them at the rink, though. Oh, well, Monday, okay. is it? Monday the 2nd. Monday the 2nd. There you go. Too many, too many days missing here. Anyway, have a good year when it comes, folks. Don't you know, I'm up. You got to go.